This is the Momentum Podcast. As an entrepreneur, one of the most important investments you can make is with the team that invests their time, effort, energy, and focus with you every single day. Protecting your team is one of the most important things that you can do as an entrepreneur. In this special episode of the Momentum Podcast, we're bringing you a clip from a recent Sharfin Summit, where one of our members, Takora Davis, the CEO of the Creators Law Firm, gave a presentation on how she came to the realization that she was creating an unhealthy expectation with her team that they needed to work overtime, because she worked overtime. Through this unintentional example that she was setting, her team was getting burnt out, frustrated, and feeling out of momentum. And so Takora had an incredible idea. I won't spoil it for you. But she created a process for helping her team transition from work, play, every single day. I hope you enjoy. I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast. Made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them, break them, then rewrite them around our own own will. We don't accept our destiny. We define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. With that, I want to bring Takora Davis on to talk about how to transition from the workday to play and do her 10-minute presentation. Takora, thank you so much for volunteering to do this. We've all been waiting for it. And with that, let's bring you on. Hello, everybody. So excited to be here today. And um, you guys are awesome. I'm going to, all right, let's go, let's go. So today I'm tasked with discussing the office shutdown routine, transitioning from work to play with your team. Um, so uh, I'm Takora Davis. I'm the founder and CEO of the Creators Law Firm. We do all sorts of business law stuff. Our jam is trademarks and IP law. And um, over the past year, so yeah, almost a year in August, I went from a team of two to a team of nine, a large in part that has been definitely because of the Sharpen program and the infrastructure that we put in place. Our client-centric mission is we help legacy-driven entrepreneurs who are pioneers in their industries and thriving in their purpose. We help them by providing culturally relevant legal services that empower them with the tools needed to protect their products, programs, and profits. The change we make is giving our clients the protection and legal support they need to grow their business with peace of mind. And we will know we are successful when we, um, when legacy-driven entrepreneurs are hiring us as the go 
go-to law firm for all-inclusive legal business protection worldwide. All of our employees are debt-free and we are recognized as the best place to work in Charlotte, North Carolina. That always gets me excited when I say that. Um, our core tenets, I wanna share them, just an overview of them is that we empower clients through culturally relevant legal representation, correct the process, not the person, a la the Sharpen program. We make data-driven decisions that deliver results and we, cre we create, innovate, and simplify. And we take ownership-minded actions. When I first began to uh, look at the, the content within Sharpen around the, the core tenants, one of the things that I did and one of the things that Alex said was to, these are behavioral. And so I wanted to make sure that these were actually uh, behaviors and actions that we adopted. And so it really made me, I had that at the forefront of my mind when we, uh, whenever I do anything in terms of leadership. And so I began to notice this problem with my team. Uh, what we do is we work Monday through Thursday from 8.30 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. And then on Fridays, we take a half day. So from 8.30 to 12.30, it's still a 40-hour work week. And my team is able to kind of get into the weekend a little bit longer. But I consistently saw that they were making comments on Slack at 8.30 p.m., sometimes 9 p.m. And then I would have to say, what are you doing online? Log off. <laughs> So these were some of the problems that I began to pick up along the way. The team was consistently working outside of normal business hours. As an attorney, that's bad because overtime loss. <laughs> so that was definitely something I was thinking about. Internal communications were being sent after hours and on the weekend. I began to notice that my team was restless. There was an atmosphere of anxiety hovering over my team and there was increased pressure and noise. And so it was really, 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 really bothering me. And so I'm going to come back to that. As I looked at my org chart, you know, with me being at the top, I have my operations director, my head of legal, we have our paralegals um, underneath our head of legal, we have executive assistants and legal assistants beneath everyone, each person within, you know, the, the, the pedigree. Um, I call it a pedigree because I'm a, I have a biology degree. So it reminds me of those darn genetic charts that I used to do. But anyway, this, this org structure chart, um, I began to notice like each person at every single level was working overtime. They were doing more, they were stressed. And the thing that was happening was I was setting the example as a CEO of being the workaholic. The reason why I saw that people were on Slack at 8.30 PM was because I was on it too. <laughs> I was the one who was sending the, these messages. And so what happened was they thought, oh, I need to do that too. If she's up working, I need to be working as well. And so what, when I looked at, you know, our core tenants, I said, Takora, are you as the CEO behaving in a way that sets the example? And so I looked at our two, uh, two tenants and I said, okay, I'm not. And so one, I said, okay, what can I do? Correct the process and not the person, which of course, again, language that we got from Sharpen. So when there's an issue in our company, we focus on correcting the processes involved, not the person with clear outcomes, resources, and support our team creates momentum and success. And then taking ownership-minded actions. This means that we adopt a spirit of excellence, rise to the occasion, and never settle. We act boldly on behalf of the entire company beyond just our own team and individual roles. We are eager to own our projects and adopt a proactive mindset, anticipating company and client needs. And so I began to anticipate what will actually help. How can I set the example? What can I do? What is the solution? 
then I did a little bit of research because that's, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> that's what we do. And so according to the Motley Fool, um, in 1980, the average worker clocked 38.1 hours per week, and that was when they were working 43 weeks per year, around 1,600 hours annually. According to the latest data in 2015, the average employee works 38.7 hours per week. And you may be saying, okay, what's well, important? That's just 0.6 hours more, um, or yeah, 0.6 hours more. However, there's an increase of 46.8 weeks per year. So that means that an estimated 40% of U.S. employees are regularly working more than 50 hours per week and 20% are working more than 60 hours per week. I can tell you right now, I probably was in the 60, sometimes 80 hours per week range. I was working sometimes 14 to 16 hours per week and I have two little babies. <laughs> and so I would wake up early and on average, probably for the past five years or so, I'm getting like four to five hours of sleep per night. And I've just said, this is what it, this is how it's got to be. I'm a young mom. You know, I have young kids. This is how it's going to be. It doesn't have to be that way. What was contributing to this though, is that I was not basically making a very strong transition from work to home. And so my concerns began to grow because I knew that if I didn't solve this problem, team morale would be low. We would experience brain fog and fatigue. The atmosphere of anxiety would really increase. There wouldn't be a work-life balance and there would be no clear transition between work and play or work and home life. And so I said, okay, what is the solution? I'm going to implement an office shutdown routine to encourage self-care for my employees. I had office shutdown on the calendar at 6 p.m. every night, but these ladies would not shut nothing down. <laughs> and so I said, I have to show them what I mean. I'm going to show them what it means to actually shut down this office. I'm going to be an example of my own content, and I'm going to embody this for them because pre-pandemic world, what would happen is when you would leave the office in your commute home, that would be the transition. That would be the time where your mind would say, okay, mind, you're not at work anymore. Now you're going home. As we are working from home, there is no transition there. We have to manufacture the transition from work to play, work to home. And so the office shutdown routine is what we do. And so in our office shutdown routine, we do a variety of things. We declutter our workspace and reset it so that when I come back, um, I would used to walk by this desk and I would look at it and be like, oh God, I got to go back and work there. I'd have like crackers and, you know, old stuff and, you know, little chips and things, bags. It's like nobody wants to go back into a cluttered work environment. So during the office shutdown routine, we're not working or we're trying to really, you know, uh, de-stress or kind of transition from work to play. It's like, hey, let's clean up our work environments. Let's reset it. Let's, you know, I have this water bottle here. I'm going to refill it. You know, so that when I come back to work in the morning, I have water ready for me. I'm going to prepare that next day hydration. I'm going to send any final emails that have to be sent today. Y'all listen, I can guarantee you that you crafting an email at 11 p.m. Nobody's going to read it until the next day anyway. <laughs> so there's no need to really hustle and say, gosh, I have to get this work done. The work will be there. So any type of final emails that have to be sent out, go ahead and do that. But don't be don't worry that you have so many things that are unchecked in your to do list. I would review the to do list items and move incomplete tasks to the next day in my momentum planner. You know, I would complete that momentum planner. 
our review the weekly water, or we, excuse me, we review the weekly waterfall, our commitments. We talk about our wins in uncomfortable areas. So we have this discussion as a team, like, hey, where did you win today, Caitlin? Where did you win today, LeBron? Where did you win today, Ashley? And so we're able to actually share our wins. As an entrepreneur, I have not done a good job of celebrating my successes. I move on from one thing to the next very quickly. And then it's a fog of what I did accomplish. And so taking a moment to pause and say, you know what, I completed my top three for today, or I got to this one thing that I really needed to do and being able to share that, have your team say, hey, I'm proud of you. You're doing a great job. We don't, um, we do a, not caught being awesome, we do caught being smart because my tagline is we help you protect your smarts. It also goes back to one of our core tenets of creating, innovating, and simplifying. Who did something smart today? <laughs> was it that you were able to capture something for a client? You were able to solve a problem without bothering the CEO? What was that? And we celebrated. Setting your top three for the next day. And I love one of my, one of the two top two things that I love is what is your evening intention? So my team will say, I'm going to go to trivia tonight. <laughs> you know, I'm going to take my dogs for a walk. So they're sharing with me what they intend to do. To And this has to be personal. It's not work. Like, what is your evening intention for yourself, for your family? And them saying it out audibly, writing it down, that actually makes it happen. And then we have a new person every single week run the evening or the office shutdown. So we all get to come back together um, as a team. And we get to celebrate with each other. And so basically each of us is a different DJ for the week. So I'm DJ Sweet Tea. That's my DJ name. <laughs> and uh, everybody has their own like little DJ name. And so I just want to show you like a little, this is DJ Kate the Great. She's one of our IP paralegals. So this is just a short less than 30 second clip of her leading the office shutdown routine. More sweet tunes coming up from Kate the Great, sounds like. What's, what's um, next? Oh, I'm feeling this upbeat vibe. It's, it's a nice Monday today. Oh, wow, it's Monday, folks. So we're going to move on up. All right. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. So, yeah. So that was just a little tiny clip. So this is what happens. So basically we'll say, hey, you got any questions for me? Okay. I answer the questions. And then she's like, all right, I'm going to play a song. So it's like a five minute song, three to five minute song. And so during that song, we're cleaning up, we're sending out those emails, we're doing those things right in between songs. And so we get to hear anywhere from three to five songs every time. Let's go. Uh oh, uh oh. All right, so the outcome, what, what has happened as a result of this is we produce pressure and noise. We have team members that are less tired, less stressed. They're more motivated. We have a closer team bond. It's the highlight of our day because we get to come back together as a team and see each other. We're working in this virtual environment. We're not in an office together. We don't get to see people, but being able to come back and say, hey, how are you doing? You know, that, that feels great. Also, there's a concept from Dr. Neil Fior. He created, uh, wrote, this book, wrote a book called The Now Habit. It's a book about procrastination. I do not know why he wrote a book about procrastination. It literally took me three years to read it because I procrastinated, but that's neither here nor there. I learned about this concept called guilt-free play. 
And basically he's saying what happens with people who are recovering procrastinators, when you're in the midst of procrastination, you literally feel guilty about doing something for yourself because you begin to think about all the things that you haven't done. And so guilt-free play is saying, hey, I'm going to go have a great time. I'm going to do this and that. And you don't have any uh, guilt about it because it's something that we are creating and we're saying this is what we're supposed to do. We've created this culture of guilt-free play. And we also have more time with friends. And I asked my my team, I said, hey, in your words, what have been the benefits of the office shutdown routine for you? Victoria says, a benefit for me is that we were able to transition into a period of relaxation and or family time without the weight of work lingering on our shoulders. LeVon says, it makes me feel accountable to log off one time, transition and prioritize personal times. I have to make sure I'm not working because when I work Literally, they're feeling guilty because I'm still working, right? She said her work hours went from about 50 to 55 hours per week to about 45 hours per week. So we still got to work on the line getting below 40. She also thinks it's, it makes the team connect with each other more at the end of the day, which she really enjoys. Um, Janae loves that there's team bonding. Marie says being able to relax and bond with everyone before logging off is a benefit to me. Um, Ashley says it reinforces our value as individuals and people, not just our role within the company. Um, Levon says, of course, I love the music aspects. And finally, um, uh, Ashley says it also provides her with a forced boundary. Work time is over. It's time to play. It allows me to set an intention for my personal time, just like I do for my work time during the week. And so I hope that you guys are able to implement this. It, we have it as an agenda. So we know, hey, we're starting at this time. Here's what's happening. And that's what helps to keep us on track so that anybody can come in and run the office shutdown routine while following that agenda. And we really, really, really try to say, all right, hey, it's 630 is time to go or it's 1230 is time to go. And so um, that has been awesome. This is not that cool. <laughs> picture of my team but it is some of my team together um so uh, that's my information if y'all want to follow us on ig we have a really cool uh, reel today at creatorslawfirm.com um so yeah i hope and pray that this was really super powerful and impactful for you guys and i hope it encourages you all if you're facing a similar issue to really look at the the cadence and look at everything that we're learning and become creative and innovative yourself so you can help your team transition from work to play Hey there, this is Eddie Kirk with Alex Sharfin's team. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Momentum Podcast. Listen, if you're ready to take the next step, if you're ready to understand the systems and processes and frameworks that we teach entrepreneurs to grow and scale their business with confidence, we're ready to help you. If you go to billionairecode.com right now, you can get on a call with a member of our coaching team and find out which one of our coaching programs best fit the needs of your business right now. We know that when you are clear on where you're going and you're excited about the outcome, you will put the accelerator pedal to the floor and you won't let up. Let us help you get into momentum, grow and scale your business, and make the impact that you've always known you should. Go to billionairecode.com right now to get started. We'll see you there.